Welcome to The Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us. Hey, Phenoms, welcome back. Today is episode 13, Finding Your Path. To learn more about us in the show, check us out at www.wellnessphenoms.com. And while you're there, check us or check out our patron program where you can make a pledge to support the show financially. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. Ever wake up and wonder how you got to the particular point in your life? Um, living where you live, working where you work. Sometimes the decisions we make can completely redefine our overall path. One change or difference could change all of it and send you on an entirely different trajectory. This episode is all about finding your path and some of the struggles you may face, as well as numerous questions you may want to ask yourself. Kind of like, you know, what is important to me? I think a big part of finding your path is is really deep diving in and figuring out just that kind of what is important to you. And I know um, we've talked a lot about different, you know, I don't know, experiences or with jobs, hobbies, whatever it might be, even down to your social circles and stuff, but is what makes you really feel good and fulfilled when you walk away from it? Um, Yeah, I think that's huge. And, you know, really understanding that why, why is, why, why you do what you do, why you work where you work, why, you know, you make the choices in your life that you make um, is really vital to finding the path to the life you want to be on. I think, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of times as we go through life and we make decisions and um, they might not be the most forward thought out decisions. Sometimes, you know, you just get in a situation and, you know, decide, well, I'm going to try this job or I'm going to you know, maybe try this activity and, and they end up, you know, either working or maybe it's a means to the next job. Yeah. Um, but kind of a good base to start on this is just making sure you do know what's important and do know what it is that does make you feel good and fulfilling in your, or for, give you fulfillment in your life. And then really ensuring that the steps you take and the, you know, the forward progress that you do make is helping build or reinforce those things in your life. Yeah. One thing I like to kind of look at is, is too, is like, have you ever like had an activity or hobby or whatever that you kind of start doing it? And when you get done, it feels like only 10, 15, 20 minutes has passed, but really it's been a couple hours and you just kind of, you kind of get lost in time in the, you know, in the clock, it just, it seems to speed by. And, Mm -hmm. you know, those, those type of things, it's kind of like, you you just have this feeling like it's part of you, you know, it's something that's so important to you. And it was so much fun and joyful for you that like it did, it just sped on by. And I think those are some really good things to look at when you're trying to find your path and, what it is that you should be part of and, and where you should go in life. Yeah. I think it's a great way to look at it and find, 
you know, we spend so much time of our life actually working and, um, you know, doing stuff outside, I guess, our home or our, you know, little, wherever it is, like your home, your family, right? You spend a lot of time doing the things that we do for work and for um, even enjoyment. So finding finding those things that are worth your time to give you give you the added benefits, right? You don't want to spend, you don't want to be at the end of your life looking back going, well, I spent over half my life working a job I couldn't stand. Yeah. For what? I mean, I think that, you know, there's obviously a balance that comes with that because unfortunately not necessarily everybody can get lost in, in what they love and still, you know, make the money they need or, or provide everything for their family. But if you can find a good balance um, to give you both that enjoyment and the tools and, and resources you need, then you're definitely doing your best to put yourself in the best path and, and put your best foot forward. Yeah, totally. And I think that, you know, cause I mean, sometimes there's stuff too, and I think we got to look at this kind of realistically too, but sometimes there's things that we, we do really enjoy, or we think that we really enjoy, but they're not necessarily the best for us. And so, um, you know, that's something to kind of think about as well when you're trying to figure out what path you should be on in life is, and I think why it makes it even more important though, to really truly look internally and do kind of a self-assessment, which I know we've talked a ton about. Yeah. Um, and it, it's such a huge thing in all sorts of different wellness arenas is self-assessment because really a lot of wellness stuff comes down to us, right? I mean, it's, it's about making ourselves better, uh, people and, um, doing things that are, are in our best interest. And so looking internally, assessing our needs, our passions, our values, I think it's a really pivotal piece of when we're trying to look and see what path we should be on and being able to determine, you know, where we want to go. Yeah. I think, you know, self-assessment and really, really honestly knowing your passions and values and then sticking, sticking to them, um, you know, almost, you know, safeguarding those and ensuring that, that things don't come in between you and those values, um, can really help you define what's best for you. If you don't have your passions and values really defined and laid out, how can you know what's best for you? Right. I mean, I think that's where, you know, in, in the past in my life, and I think probably listeners could, att- uh, attest to it as well, that when you, when we step away from those values and passions and what we're trying to achieve is when you leave that door cracked a little bit to kind of, you know, maybe make some decisions that aren't the best for you, whether it's your job, whether it's, you know, spending time doing activities that aren't really going to push you towards where you want to be. Um, it could be a multitude of things, but being able to really, you know, like I said, define them and then not only that, but stand up for them to make sure that you are giving yourself the best ability to reach the goals and aspirations you have. Yeah. Well, and I think there's, you know, that it takes that brutal honesty with yourself too and, and being true to yourself to figure those things out. And, you know, I, I think a piece that comes along with that is that authenticity to our own selves though, is a lot of times I don't think that we, we deep dive into 
truly what is best for us. And we, we get so stuck in these social norms and social influences from friends, family, coworkers, whoever it might be, that start to influence a lot of the decisions that we make that, that maybe start to push us down a different path than where we really want to be or, or need to be, but we don't, you know, we're so hyper-focused on everything going on around us that we sometimes, I think, forget to look at our own selves. And I think that's where we need to really, truly be authentic with ourselves and, and take a deeper look and, and try and push aside some of those social influences and the, the social norms that we see. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think, uh, you know, along with that brutal honesty, you said yourself, not your family, not your friends, not your coworkers, and I mean immediate family, your your wife, your kids. This has to be something that, you know, obviously that's part of your path in life, but you can't be the best person for those people in your family if you can't be honest with yourself and give yourself what you need. Um, you know, I think that's one of the things that, that does get in, in, in the way most often is, like you said, those the social influences, but also... The day-to-day activities of, I mean, life just basically swarms you if you let it yeah. with commitments and work and groceries and, you know, chores, um, even the enjoyable things, you know, going out with friends and all that stuff. But if you don't, you know, find that time to really be authentic and really know you, um, you can get by and you can, you know, life will go and you'll go with it. But I think, uh, you know, if you can have that honesty piece where you're just, and it, it is brutal. I mean, you know, there's a lot of hard times when when you have to sit there and think, is this a job for me? Is this what I should be doing? Even, you know, you could be middle-aged and you're finally at the point where I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. What am I going to do? You know, yeah. that's, a, that's a very difficult conversation. Um, but if you can, you know, push through that and you know, put in some of the hard work, it's amazing where you can get to. Yeah. Well, and I, I feel like a lot of times too, it's, it's kind of like, you know, when I, I've had moments where I start doing something and now I, I try and look at this and I'm like, am I doing this just because it's this new trendy thing? I saw it on Instagram or Facebook or wherever, or because a friend, you know, just loves it. And don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with trying new things. I'm a huge proponent of trying to try new things, but it back to the self-evaluation piece and a self-assessment is when you're doing those things, how much do you truly enjoy them? Yeah. You know, is it something that's truly benefiting you and a, a true passion or not? And kind of, again, weighing those pros and cons too, because some of this stuff, it's, you know, and it might be minute. So we're talking about your path, right? But I think all of this stuff starts to aid into that path that we're on. Because when we start making changes in life, you know, for example, my partner uh, plays volleyball and I've been going and having a great time watching him play and stuff. But there's been numerous times where, you know, people have asked if I play or want to play or something like that. And I'm like, no, it's not something I enjoy. (laughs) First off, I don't know why I'm not very good at it. And it's just one of those 
deals that I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Right. But I also have to look at it from a work perspective as well. Like I don't want to get hurt and injured and then be out of work for a while mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. But that's kind of one of those things I've had to self-assess and I've realized I don't really enjoy this. So I do enjoy watching everybody and kind of cheering them on and having a good time, but, but I don't want to play. Um, and again, that's very small, but the point is, is that it's not something I'm passionate about. It's not something, it's not my place. And I don't want to tie myself into an additional obligation and take up all this time and effort for something that's not, it's not my path to be on. Yeah. I think that's a great point is that, you know, we're talking about this pathway, right? The path you're on of life. And I think that that's a huge example of how it's different for every person, right? Yeah. It really is. What makes you tick might not make me tick. Um, It's just important to, you know, first and foremost, try it because you would have never learned if you would have never tried, right? And put yourself out there a little bit. But if it is something you realize that, yeah, this really isn't something that's enjoyable in my time, I'm fine, you know, rooting for my partner and going occasionally, but to commit and be there all the time is just something I just can't do. Um, It's great because then you'd be stressed about, I have to go play volleyball. I don't want to go play volleyball. Yep. How do I get out of playing volleyball? Yeah, it's miserable. It, yeah, it just takes over um, kind of that thought when you're forcing yourself to 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 do things that really you don't want to do um, or that just don't fit in with your plan. Yeah. Well, and not only is it you not being authentic to your own self, but then in turn kind of not being authentic to everybody else, you know? And I feel like that plays a huge part in though, because we, we, we start looking at what path we're on and, you know, trying to find our path in life. And I feel like a lot of times we end up veering off on other people's paths, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it back to this social influence and outside influence, you know, from friends, family, coworkers, whatever. A lot of times we're trying to trudge forward and do what everybody else wants us to do. Um, or we're taking their feedback and, and listening so much to that, that we forget to look at our own selves. And before you know it, we're like wondering where the heck we are. What, how did we wind up on this path over here? Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't even my path. It is. I mean, I'm kind of making one, right? But that's not the path I wanted to be on. And then you kind of, it's like you wake up all of a sudden, wonder how the heck you got to where you got. And it's because you're not being authentic with yourself and honest. And and we're falling into those, you know, outside influencers that sometimes veer us off the road. Yeah, and I think, you know, just because you're, you know, just because you're searching for your path doesn't even mean it could mean it could be you're on your path anyway, right? You could be maybe not as far on your path or, or you know, trying to get somewhere else and feel like you're on the wrong path. But maybe what you're doing is just a stepping stone to where you want to go. And, you know, I think what you brought up about the distractions and, and you know, really falling into other people's paths or wants, um, is easy to do because sadly and positively everybody has an opinion. Yeah. Always constant. And they're always going to be different. Right. Um, and that goes back to, to the authenticity to yourself and really knowing yourself. Um, and, and 
you know, no have forward thought of where I want to go, not just leaving things open to chance and really going through life on, well, you know, depending on the day, I'll go left or I'll go right. Just depends on how I'm feeling, right? If you have that base and you're, you're just setting yourself up for success and giving yourself a filter to kind of take, because not everybody's advice is bad. There's some great advice out there. You just have to feel, feel it out and really let it, you know, process it through your brain and see, does this align with my passions and my values and where I want to go? Or does it not? And if it doesn't, stand up for yourself and move forward. Yeah. Well, you brought up an amazing point, though. And it, it's like that feeling like you're on the wrong path at times, you know, or not knowing if you're on the right path. And, and again, that is where we back up to that self-assessment piece, because if you're not doing that and you're not kind of uh, probing questions for your own self and truly digging deep, you may not even know, right? Yeah. But- there may be times, of course, in your path where things aren't seemingly perfect, right? Hopefully they're never perfect. I mean, I hope they're perfect for you, but I mean, much of life is not perfect. You know, we always have these ideas of perfection, but the reality is, is that, you know, sometimes things may not be great. And I think those are the important times to notate that stuff and jot it down and, or make a mental marker, something that I don't like X, Y, and Z, right? And and then that way, going down the road in the future, you can remember that and kind of modify and adjust accordingly and kind of redirect if you have to, because there are going to be things that are not your cup of tea and to avoid. And once you acknowledge those things, it's good to move past them and, you know, kind of, again, redirect yourself and... The only way we can find that stuff, though, is if we're being aware and cognizant of those things, especially when they arise and face us, like volleyball for me, right? I'm like, nope, I'm I'm not a fan of playing. I'll love to go to a game and watch, but I don't want to play. Sorry. You know, but Yeah. yeah, and I feel like a lot of this stuff, it just you feeling like you're on your wrong path, though you know, or possibly feeling that way or not knowing if you're on your own path, that's where that self-assessment piece comes in and trying to kind of figure that stuff out because you may very well be on a stepping stone and, you know, just getting to that point where you're learning more about what you do and don't like. Yeah. I think, you know, as you're sitting here talking about this, I'm thinking of hiking, you know, you set on a hike and the path is all clear down towards the lower part of the mountain. And then you keep going up, you get rocks. Sometimes you find bigger rocks. Sometimes you find boulders. Sometimes you find trees laying on the path. Sometimes you lose the path. Yeah. And then you get back and you find the path again and keep going. Um, But it just paints a beautiful picture of, right, all those little obstacles, the rocks and the boulders and the tree falling down, that's just learning opportunities for you to decide. Do I like, you know, even as simple as hiking, do I like hiking a flatter path? Do I like the boulders and the challenges and climbing the trees that are laying over the path? Or do I like, you know, a little bit more mellow hike where I'm, it's flatter. There's less obstacles. Um, but each one of those is a learning experience, right? You learn how to step over the tree and not trip over the tree. Um, and as you go down through your life, like you said, you're figuring out what you like, what you don't like. Um, but I also feel like those challenges and new experiences are almost there to test us, right? Make, keep us honest. 
Yeah. Um, are the are the steps we're taking working? Right? Are they not working? Um, if we went through, if you go through a hike and nothing's challenging about it, you're probably going to get bored, right? Yeah. So I, I try to look at like my life as I'm going through and you know things that happen that maybe I didn't enjoy that I learned something from. Well, I'm going to take what little nugget I can from that one and keep going on my path. Or, you know, this didn't work out very well for me. I probably should make a little bit of a right turn maybe and try this instead of what I did this time. Um, but just as you were, the vision of the path and all the little obstacles kind of played in my mind there as you were talking. Yeah, that's a great analogy. And I think, you know, it, it's so easy to get lost in life. Just much like you said, you could be going down your hiking path and you might lose the trail and, and that, I guess what I kind of gleaned from what you just said too, and that really stuck out to me is what do you do when you're hiking, right? And you're following the path and then all of a sudden it's just not there, right? Yeah. It's a, it's probably a good time (laughs) to stop and, and reevaluate a little bit. Do I need to go back a little bit? Do I need to make a turn? Do I, what, where am I at? Right. Slow it all down. Yep. And I think that's something that many of us, and I know I've been guilty of this so many times in life, but is I just want to speed through, you know, I feel like a lot of times we feel like life is a race and I think life kind of is a race in some aspects, right? Cause I mean, we've only got a certain amount of time. We don't know what our time is, mm-hmm. but you might only have a certain amount of time. And the thing is, though, is we don't have to rush through it. And I think we forget that sometimes. We can slow down and not try and speed through every bit of life. We can slow down and breathe a little bit and think a little bit and hopefully, in turn, make life a little bit higher quality for ourselves, you know? And by doing all this self-assessing and, you know, question probing for ourselves, I, it's so important. And, and I feel like oftentimes many of us don't do that. And I know, again, I've been guilty of doing it numerous times and I've learned hard lessons from it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's too, like when you slow down is where the hard work happens, right? Where you where you actually process stuff and think through stuff and you're not just reacting to what's happening to you. Um, you know, a great example of that is look at look at the Daytona 500, right? All those laps, all that time on the track. But what do they take? Pit stops. Yep. They slow it down, refresh their gear, give their mind a break from reading all those turns, and then they get back out there and they keep going. Um, I think that's huge, in, in, but also the willingness to put in the work. Because, you know, sometimes... Honestly, at the moment, it's easier to just keep doing what you're doing, because um, just work. I mean, it's working to an extent, right? You're, you're, you know, you're paying your bills, you're going to work, your your family's doing well. Um, but the the thought in the back of your mind should be, "Am I doing the best I can do?" Because if you do slow down and you do, you know, challenge yourself and and be honest with yourself, you could be amazed at where you could be in regards to where you are. Um, and just with that forward thought and, uh, and hard work as you push through, um, along with that is I think 
you know, a big part of this finding your path or making sure you're on the right path is facing some of those fears that come along and, and, um, really fine tuning who it is you want to become or who you are. And, you know, it could be, you're fine. You're perfectly fine. You're on a good path. You just need to tweak a few things. It could be, you don't like where you are at all. And you want to totally reinvent the wheel, go backwards, go left, go right, go at a diagonal, whatever it may be. Um, but really to get to a place where you can do that is there's going to be some fears on, you know, how do I move, how do I move forward and how do I know it's going to work? You might not know it's going to work. Um, or at least all of it. But if you can face that fear and, you know, take a step, push yourself a little bit and get out there. Uh, I think people will be pretty amazed at where they can get to and the the level of happiness they can reach. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, it requires a lot of patience though, too. Right. Like it's not easy and there's going to be a lot of tough times and, a lot of this stuff's frustrating. And when you start talking about being, you know, truly honest and authentic with yourself, I think sometimes that's very uncomfortable and we don't like to have the, the, those real talk moments with ourselves. And so I think patience plays a huge key in that and also having some understanding. Cause I think at least for me, you know, I can't speak for everybody, but I know a lot of times I, come across hurdles and I'm like, oh shoot, this is going to make me have to maybe have a uncomfortable conversation with somebody. You know, I committed to doing X, Y, and Z and I found out I don't like X, Y, and Z. And now I've got to backtrack and kind of figure out, you know, what I'm going to do about this situation to be authentic to myself and then those around me, but I've already committed to this or something, you know? Yeah. Numerous times I've found stuff like that and it, it is uncomfortable, but I think that if you have patience and some understanding with yourself and I guess give yourself a little bit of grace, you know, I think typically others will as well, you know? Um, and I'm a firm believer that, you know, that difficulty and understanding are huge and really just developing yourself overall. I don't think, you know, if, if your path through life was easy and you never had a struggle, you never had a challenge, you'd never grow. The only way we grow is through challenges and through discomfort and, um, you know, kind of being pushed out of that comfort zone a little bit. So if you can accept that things and mistakes will happen in your life as you go through your path and, um, but, you know, take Logan's advice and in understanding it's going to happen, things aren't going to go my way every time. And, you know, like you said, have some compassion. Yeah. Because you're not the only one messing up and making mistakes. I mean, obviously, you know, in life, society will weigh one mistake against the other and one's bigger than the other. But really, they're all the same and can be just as um, devastating or appear just as devastating because everybody's on their own path and everybody makes different steps or stumbles or learns things different ways. So, um you know, really spreading that compassion to yourself, but as well as those around you can, can go a long way in your growth and theirs. Yeah. 100%. And I think, you know, another thing that we have to look at though, too, with this is that there is no one path, right? There's no single singular path that has been created that we all have to follow, right? Obviously we wouldn't be having this 
episode if that was the case, right? But I think sometimes we forget that is that we are all creating our own path. And it's not even just one singular path. I mean, in life, we're probably going to develop multiple paths that we're going to branch out on. And, you know, so it's, it's almost like a bunch of goals kind of tied together and each goal might lead to the next, but sometimes you're going to branch off and do something that might have a crazy wild hair to do something completely different. And that's okay. You know, it's all about really figuring out again, what your needs, your desires, passions, everything is and following that. And, you know, a big part of this too is, you know, like back to the not knowing if you're on your right path, you know, it's going to happen multiple times throughout your life. And it's going to be taking that hard look, but kind of almost just following your heart. It sounds a little cliche, but, but it really is, is, you know, and if you're having those uncomfortable situations and conversations with yourself to really assess all that, you know? Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, you know, everything, we're always growing and changing, right? I mean, I can think back to when I was in grade school, right? I, my goals were play football in college, get to college. And then I get to college and my goals are get a job. So that's a different path, right? I mean, it's all basically little paths leading to an end goal or multiple goals. or, um, But they always change. They always ebb. They, 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 and they do flow. I mean, you go from – and then, you know, you get into a job you don't like. Well, then you there you go. You make a right. You go try this job. You go try this job and go left. Um, so you find what works for you. And I think that, uh, you know, our society and I think in history, right, people seem to get jobs and stick in jobs longer and kind of your job was your, that was you. And that's what you did till the end. And you got a retirement and you, you were done, right? You retired and you enjoyed your life. I think that, uh, you know, in this, uh, culture and atmosphere now, it seems to be a lot more, well, I'm going to dip my toes over here and try this, but and I'm going to dip my toes over here and kind of learn and, and grow. And I think that's a phenomenal because you get to, you get to experience different things. You grow as a person and yeah, you know, by the time you're aging and, and at retirement, you might not have one place you've worked, but you have all these little experiences that are going to give you a multitude of tools. Yeah. Oh, I think a lot of that stuff is becoming more common too, where people are popping around too, because they're starting to realize that their wellness is more important and that there is more to life than being stuck in a crappy job that you don't like that. Oh, well, I got into this. I'm middle-aged and I just got to stick it out. I'm, okay. Well, you could, but yeah. you don't have to, you know, you, you're never too old to move on to something else. Yeah. You know, true. but I think, you know, if people do that a little sooner in life, perhaps, and as we go through our path and our life and figure all this stuff out, there's a lot of questions that we can be asking ourselves to really kind of take a deep dive in. And one thing I like to look at is really just kind of my future goals, right? Like, what are my long and short-term goals? Where do I want to be, you know, a month from now, a year from now? five years, 10 years, 15 years. And you may not always have the exact answer to that. Yeah. But it does make you stop, slow down again, which is highly important, <laughs> is that slowing down piece and assessing where we're at. But if you start looking at 
where do you want to be in five years? You kind of have to look at where am I at now? Yes. What do I need to get to that point in five years? And you can start kind of making some actionable goals that you can start working toward. And even if you don't get there, that's a-okay, but at least you're moving in the direction that you are passionate about moving today. Yeah. And really defining like what's necessary for me to obtain these goals. But not only that, having the, you know, fortitude and, and setting up barriers and reminders in your life to reassess those goals as you go through. You know, I think that's where most people fail is they say, well, I want to get to X, but they don't define how they're going to get there. Yeah. And then along with that, you know, you miss defining the checkpoints to ensure you're working your goals. Um, it's really easy to do start a goal when you think of it because there's still that excitement and you haven't hit some of the barriers. You haven't dealt with some of the difficulties that are come at you. But um, as you progress, they're going to change and they're going to alter. Um, they just have to because you learn and you find things that work, find things that don't work, new things you want to try. Um, so I just challenge people, you know, really – not only set those short and long-term goals, you know, define what's necessary to even begin them and then always be checking and adjusting. Yeah. Well, and part of that too is, is looking at your passions and your values and, and what you hold highest priority wise too. And, and equating some of that in there because, you know, your goals are really important, but when you start factoring everything in and I guess really looking at the broader picture too, yeah. Um, is, is a big part of it. And then, you know, being okay with asking yourself those questions. I mean, we kind of talked about this earlier, being honest with yourself, but sometimes you're going to have to ask yourself tough questions. It's going to be uncomfortable. Um, and I know a lot of times we can be kind of avoidant with even answering those questions, maybe because we know the answer, and I feel like when we do that, we kind of start self-sabotaging ourselves, you know? Yeah, I agree with you there. I think, uh, you know, you mentioned earlier having those conversations with people on the outside. Um, when you can't commit, when you committed to something you can't do or, you know, maybe a tough conversation with family or, you know, those can be hard. I think some of the hardest conversations are with yourself because it is, you know, I think it takes a lot to be truly bitterly honest with yourself. Um, and I think a lot plays into that with, you know, you're comfortable in what you're doing or your uh, fear kind of takes over and probably deludes a little bit of that. But if you can have that really deep conversation and answer the questions you don't want to answer, honestly, um, it really opens you up to at least, you know, have a clean slate and really analyze where you are and where you want to go and then align it, like you said, with those passions and, and the values in your life. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, one thing that I, I feel I've seen a lot of people do is they'll grow up in a certain culture or um, holding on to certain beliefs and they have a, a hard time letting go of those things. And um, not that you have to let them go, but I think sometimes there's old beliefs that, that people are still holding on to um, that are maybe hindering them from their future selves. And they, ha they've just yet to acknowledge it, you know, because, because yeah. it is a difficult thing, you know, to, to sit down with yourself and truly call yourself out on it and, and move past it. And some of those like talking about old beliefs and um, 
you know, like habits or uh, things from your upbringing even, you know, some of the struggle there is that people might not understand what else is there, right? I mean, you, you, you believe something, but why do you believe it? So I think, you know, another growth tool and uh, in improving your path or finding your path is finding out more information, testing your beliefs, right? Why do I believe what I believe? Yeah. And you can do that through reading, talking, having discussions, um, but really diving in and, and, you know, part of knowing authentic you is understanding, I believe this because of this, you know, yeah. I, I do this because of this. Um, and if it's just an old belief, that's kind of hanging around, you really got to dive in and, and challenge yourself to really define it for you. Um, and then, you know, another good, good, uh, thing to ask yourself is, you know, other than time and money, what do I want more of? Yeah. Cause time's already defined for you. You only get so many hours in the day, so many days in a year, and we don't know when our last day is. Um, and then money is, you know, money's always a topic that's always up there. Cause you know, the bottom line is there's a different balance of money for everybody that everybody needs. Um, but if you know what that is, and can define that. What do I need money-wise? You already know your time. So what do you want more of? It's, it's a very basic question. Um, but it's but, hard to think about. We always focus on those two factors all the time. Definitely. You know, definitely. how much time I have in a day versus how much money I have. And, you know, we always fall back to that that financial piece, though, a lot of times, because that's probably the number one that people gear toward you know, and they feel that money is going to buy them happiness when it's really not the case, you know, might it help you aid into that? Sure. But it in of itself is not going to bring happiness. Yeah. And I think that that's where it gets clouded is that, you know, you look at that as the, well, if I had enough money, I didn't have to worry about money, then I'd be happy. Well, you know, I'm a, I believe that if you weren't happy with it or without it, you're not going to be happy with it. Um, it's finding those, you have to have balance, right? You need, you need the right amount of money to cover your bills, live the lifestyle you want to live, and then you're good. I mean, then you find the happiness in what you're passionate about and what, you know, what you're trying to achieve in life, um, whatever that might be. And just know that it's, you know, it's different for every person and, um, you know, everybody's on their own path. Yeah. Just trucking along. You you brought up a really good point, and right before we go to the uh, afterthought, I'll kind of throw yeah. this in here, but um, is kind of the tie between that holding on to old beliefs and then this time-money factor. Um, for an example, on old beliefs, you'll see a lot of families like push their children to, well, you have to go to college to be a doctor and do this, do that, a specific thing that, you know, because it's going to bring you wealth and, you know, supposed happiness and whatever, but perhaps you want to be a musician or play Mm -hmm. sports or whatever, you know? And I think that that's kind of one of those like old beliefs. I was kind of thinking in my head when we were talking about that, because the reality is, is you could be just as successful as a musician or playing sports or some other thing. That's not, you know, a lot of people look at and be like, well, the chances of that are slim to none, you like know, a prominent job or something really right. Uh, kind of held up in society. Right. I think that 
like you said, you can have just as much, especially looking at the time factor, right? If you're going to go to school and be a doctor, then you're going to run a doctor, a practice, but all you want to do is be a musician. You can find a job that will give you, you know, even if you can't be a, a professional musician, right? But you want to spend your life or your time playing music or spending more time playing music. There's plenty of places you can work that'll give you the time to practice your hobby and what you really enjoy. Yeah. Um, it's a great example. Great yeah. example. Um, as we go into the afterthought, it's time, uh, it's time for the afterthought where we leave you with quotes, challenges, or other thoughtful moments. So today's uh, afterthought, we are doing a quote and it's uh, by Brene Brown, who's one of my favorites. But the quote is, authenticity is a collection of choices that we have to make every day. It's about the choice to show up and be real, the choice to be honest, the choice to let our true selves be seen. And again, that was by Brene Brown. And I want to ask you guys all just uh, to join us next week for allowing acceptance. Don't forget to check us out on our website at www.wellnessphenoms.com and find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. Go subscribe to make sure you don't miss new episodes. You can also drop a review on the Apple Podcast app. Alrighty, Phenoms. Until next time, enjoy the journey and stay well.